Yo. You, you, you are listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Yeah, me. Yo, what is up, podcast? So I'm out here in Hawthorne. Um, about to do a little bit of labbing. <clears throat> Excuse me. But about to do a little bit of dance labbing um, here at the Cypher Spot. If you guys can, please check them out. Um, it's a good friend of mine's nonprofit dance organization. Um, dude, providing, you know, providing dance classes for at-risk youth and in at-risk, you know, environments and neighborhoods. You know, he goes out and talks to these people and gets them to come dance provides a safe place for kids to express themselves you guys know that i love dance man so please 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 if you guys can check it out the cypher spot um go make a donation it helps to keep the lights on and and you know recently he had to relocate here so i can't stress it enough how much you know even just a dollar how much it means to everybody who comes here and expresses themselves so so on that note man um, I wanted to talk to everybody real quick. Um, I got asked, you know, if I had to write out a script for somebody to follow um, in terms of getting a business started, you know, this, like, what would I do? So this is what I would do. This is so. So the question, right? Let me make sure I say it right. Is this Putch? If you were going to start a business what would you do? What would be your first steps? So I told him that's, you know, to start off that that's kind of hard because you have to judge it in in different ways. And so are you saying grow a business to what? A thousand dollars, you know, annually, $10,000 annually, 20,000, a million, um, because there's levels to it, but just to get started, just to crack the door wide open, right um <clears throat> me myself i would per i i personally do not suggest you know going out and establishing an llc or getting all these things done because especially if you know if you're nervous or if you're somebody kind of like me where i like to keep my options open you know taste what you're doing first you might not like it you know what i mean or you might not like the clientele you don't get so wrapped up in going and buying these expensive uh, logos, you know what I mean? Um, that doesn't mean though, hit up a designer and try to get a $200 logo for 25 bucks, go pay for a $25 logo where they sell $25 logos, right? But start off small, right? Start off small. All so if you're talking all of that, right, that part, I wouldn't suggest all that stuff. But if you're kind of at the point where you feel like, Hey, like I've been doing this business for a while, da da da. I want to take it and take it to the next step. That's the first thing I'm gonna tell you to do is go to go get an LLC and make sure that you have all the licensing, um, you know, of of a major business, <clears throat> and just to protect you, protect your product, your service, whatever that you might be providing to the market. So, if I was going to start a business, right, just just from scratch, just from scratch all over again. Um, the first thing that I would tell somebody is, you know, just list your skills and things that you've accomplished, you know what I mean, in your life. 
Um, the reason why I say accomplishments is because it's two, it's two things. Um, skills is an obvious one, right? The accomplishments is because you put in enough dedication to accomplish something, and it also shows the definition of your skill inside of your market, right? If you're a second place, first place, third place winner at all your dance competitions, that means you're either on a really good team and you're a really good dancer, right? Because to be on a good team, you have to be good. Like, you know what I'm saying? You guys understand how that science works? Um, yeah, just list all those down. Um, list all all of them, even if it just seems like minuscule. Like still, like if you have a super crazy ability to knit, like you know, put that down. Or if you have a unique understanding of, you know, dog behavior, you know, put, you know, write these things out. It's very important that you write these things out. Um, after that, right with that list, what you're going to want to do is then, then understand what your market would be. Right. Like, so for me, let's say you list out six, seven things that you're super passionate about, that you're super good about, um, and, and it also surrounds things that you've accomplished, you know, cl- let's say clothing, uh, let's say personal fitness, just this two, let's say, so let's say, let's say fashion and fitness. And those are two really big niches too. Let's go with those. All right. So let's say, let's say those are two of your passions and, and things that you've been good at. Right. So now start building the market type of person that you would go for. Right. Who are the type of people that you want to go for? who already, you know, because everybody already has already worn clothes and everybody has worked out at one point in their life because physical education class is required in school. So, you know, walking is just normal. Like, you know what I mean? So you have to build the person, the person that you're trying to sell to, you have to create that person, right? And another way that I like to do it is writing it down, right? So somebody who would wear my clothing, my personal clothing brand, like, you know, they're probably crumpers, um, roughly around the age between 18 to 26. Um, yeah, male or female, my clothes is unisex and I, I tend to both audiences. Um, so understand, see, so understanding that I understand who to go to and who to market to, to sell said product or service right? If you're a personal trainer, you know, you might not want to work with people who are, you know, out of shape and overweight. You might want to just work with people who are, you know, world-class athletes. And those, because, you know, those are the people that you could push to the max. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever your preferences will guide you, right? And don't be afraid to have said preference. It's okay. It's your business. You, You make the rules. So, So the two things, those are two things that I would do, Um, you know, understand the skills and passions that I have. Boom. Step one, step two. Now, who am I delivering said skills and products and 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 everything? Who am I giving it to? Who who is that person? Who is John Doe? Who is Jane Doe? Who are they? Right. What do they eat? Where do they sleep? You know, who do they date? You need to understand them like the back of your hand right? Especially like if you're into fashion, right? This is a fashion tip for people who are designers or wanting to get into that space. You know, have your brand, have it unique, have it, have your drops, right? Your select items be geared 
and moldable around what's trending but stays within your style because that will get people to look, right? It'll get people to come in, buy that item. And if you have, you know, if you're smartly priced or if you understand how to bundle, then you can bundle up and get the two for one. Like you understand what I'm saying? Um, So yeah, so understand who that person is, what they like, everything. You got to know them like you are them. Like you, you understand what I'm saying. So the next thing after that, um, that honestly that I would do that I still do to this day. And, um, I am not ashamed of it at all is, um, I research my competitors. I do some research on them. I understand them. Um, I'm super cool with anybody that I compete with. Um, I don't really look at people as competition. I'm so competitive that it's just, you know, I'm the best and I'm confident enough to be like, I'm the best and no one else, everyone else can just suck my ass. Like I just, that's just me. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not delusional though. You know what I mean? I know that's not completely the truth, but I'm that competitive. Um, so I do research my competitors. I do understand. I do look around every micro competitor to major competitor. Um, people know that I have a clothing brand. Um, I'm very proud of it. Um, I will always shamelessly plug it in. Uh, but I do know people, you know, within my city, a couple people who have clothing brands as well. And it's kind of like, you know, I see them and we're cool. We're, we're always cool. But if we're making a sales pitch, I'm going for the throat. You guys get what I'm saying? So competitive research to me, you know what I mean? is essential to, to understand where to go and what everybody's doing, what everybody is on, because what your competitors are doing is doing two things, especially like, so understand Nike and Adidas, right? They set the precedent for a lot of the culture of people who wear sneakers and get into that type of fashion. You get what I'm saying? Supreme as well. You know, there's a lot of different entities out there that control a big facet of culture. That's how styles come in and out of style, right? So, being unique and understanding those trends is very, very, very major. And the, the fastest way and the best way in depth to see that is by researching your competitors, right? Researching all of your competitors. Um, other than that, the last thing that I would really tell you guys is just create content and document it. You know, whether you're trying to be like some kind of personal influencer or you're a clothing brand, uh, you know, like, like I'm always going to go with that. If you're into fitness, like make sure that you document and that you put out a lot of content, try to stay positive. You know what I mean? Keep all your stuff really uplifting and, and people will, you will attract that back to you. Um, clothes, like it's cool to me. Like I still put out some of the first designs that I ever made. I still bring them out. Like, you know what I mean? From time to time. Um, and it's just good to see them. Like, they're not even the best designs. Like, I've had way better designs to come out, but I still bring them out because it's it's vintage. You know what I mean? And the documentation of that will always be real. You know what I mean? It's like seeing a Steamboat Willie. You know what I mean? He sucks ass, but we like him because he's OG and he turned into an icon. And that's, and that's what these type of things are able to provide for not only your business, but the culture in which you're trying to penetrate. Yeah. I hope that this was all very, 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 very valuable to you guys, right? I appreciate all you guys listening. Um, Until next time, I'll holla at you guys later. It's Corpse. Stay motivated, all right? Bang.
Yo, what up, everybody? I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. I mean the world to me. If you guys could just retweet, share it, tell your friends about it, and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you guys are listening to this to. Again, it would mean the world, man, and I truly appreciate every single one of you. All right? Have a blessed day.